Hey yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk, but let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie, so buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my friend? I am so excited to be with you here in this episode today. And I also think it's funny, like I always listen to my own podcast episodes after they're released. And it's such a direct reflection of the season that I'm in. And I think it's so important to realize that we are all humans on this wild ride called life, trying to embrace and embody the full human experience, which is going to have ebbs and flows. It's going to have really high highs and really low lows. And when you just learn to lean into that and acknowledge that you're doing the best that you can, you kind of give yourself the permission slip to just let loose and be present in the moment that you're in. And in today's episode, I want to talk about turning your weaknesses into a strength because a lot of times you have probably been in situations or scenarios where you just discount not being good enough, not knowing enough, not being qualified enough, insert quotes to all of those sentences because at any choice or at any moment you have the choice to flip the script, you know, change the narrative and really decide what it is that you want to create for yourself moving forward. And the backstory of this is I had a call with my running coach um, just the other day and we were talking about the New York City Marathon training and how the race is in November and around this time this episode is released, I'm about 18 weeks out from running the New York City Marathon, which is not my first marathon. I've ran 26.2 miles several of times before, but every single training cycle brings its new challenges and brings its new triumphs. And I truly am addicted to (laughs) just running in general, which is why I'm a run coach, which is why I have virtual one country business, which is why I continue to run race after race because I love the grit and resilience that comes with it. I love that it gives me a time and a space to really challenge myself and push myself. And with that being said, I always do some course research. And I've been reading a lot about the course of New York City, people saying how hilly it is and how hard the course is and how your quads are going to be destroyed by the time you're done. And my first instinct was like, holy shit, I'm going to get rocked at this race. And it's funny that 18 weeks before race day had even come, I had already made it up in my mind that this race was going to suck. It was going to be hard. And I think it's funny how you and me, we pre-decide how hard something is or how well something is or isn't going to work out for us way in advance of like said event actually happening. And in this conversation with my running coach, it was what she asked me next that really shook me and made me think about the words that I was saying and the thought process and the thoughts that I was allowing myself to pursue and, you know, go along with. And she said, if hills are your weakness, how can we make them your strength? And the obvious answer is like, run more hills. But (laughs) if you're a runner and you know that like, hills really aren't the vibe for me. Like hills are not my favorite thing. I, there is a 99.9% chance that if there is a hill on my route, I'm probably going to take a right or a left to avoid that hill. And it's funny how we avoid discomfort, how you avoid discomfort to pursue the easier option, to pursue the road that's more traveled instead of the road less traveled, you know, the road where you don't go down as much, the road with more hills, the road with more obstacles, the road with more challenges. And 
knowing what I know about North Carolina where I live and just like the environment and the terrain of just the city in general, the cities around me, I know that I have challenge and hills readily available to me. It's just seeking out and making the choice to get uncomfortable. And I always choose the comfortable, cozy, flat greenways. And it made me think about you, the listener who's listening, who is continuously choosing comfort and familiar over new things, who is continuously choosing comfort and familiar over growth, who is consistently choosing comfort and familiar over discomfort. And while in the moment that might seem like it's serving you, I really want you to ask yourself, by always choosing comfortable or by always choosing the familiar, where are you challenging yourself? Where are you pushing yourself to turn your weaknesses into a strength? And we choose the familiar because it's comfortable. It's that sense of coziness that it brings. It's a sense of familiarity that it gives you. But if I've learned anything in life, it's that comfort doesn't create growth, at least not at the level that you crave and deserve as a listener in my Built to Be You community, as a woman who knows how much she is worth, as a woman who is intentionally pursuing that next best version of herself, I know that you don't just want comfort. I know that you just don't want to settle for weaknesses. I know that you want to make your weaknesses turn into a strength. And here's why I know this about you. I know this about you because you're listening to this podcast right now. And I know that we talk about a lot of uncomfortable things in this podcast, things that shake you, things that make you think, things that make you question the box or the standard or the norm that you're living in. And that's uncomfortable. But you know what? You learn from it. You grow from it. And that's beautiful. So here's what I'm doing in this next 18-week training cycle. Again, this podcast is like, come along, let's do this together. Here's what I'm doing in the next 18 weeks to create more strength for myself around this weakness that I have perceived in hills and it's seeking out discomfort i told my running coach out loud i said i will do my long runs which happen once a week usually on saturdays or sundays on a rolling hill route in addition to that i'm going to intentionally seek out more shorter distance hills throughout my weeks and that's just something that i'm committed to like i've made it up in my mind that's a non-negotiable so this is my challenge for you to seek out discomfort in your week It could be one day a week, you go out and do something new. You pick a new route to run. You try a new workout class. You go to therapy. You find a weakness of yours and you ask yourself, how can I make this a strength? Maybe it's a skill at work that you're not great at, that you want to work on. Maybe it's your communication skills. Maybe it's a hobby or something new you've always wanted to pick up. And my challenge for you is to seek out that discomfort. That discomfort isn't just going to come to you. That discomfort is something that you create. And it's by disrupting the norm and by disrupting the standard that you're currently living in in your day-to-day to shake things up, make them a little spicy, make them a little fun, lean into that discomfort and see it as a growth opportunity to get you to where you want to go next. Second thing I'm doing is I'm not letting other people decide for me how hard it's going to be. So you cannot let other people decide for you what your weaknesses are or what you're not going to be good at or what you're not worthy enough for. Be cautious of what you consume. You know, is it the media that you're listening to? Is it the news? Is it social media? You know, is it everyday conversations? Is it people in your inner circle right now that you maybe need to shift and tweak and break apart from? Think about the way and the things that you consume and how they make you feel. 
on the flip side of that, you know, you listen to a podcast and it inspires you and empowers you. It lifts you up and you're like, hell yeah, I can like tackle Mount Everest after listening to this. But sometimes you consume content or you hear things or you read things about something that you're pursuing or something that you want to go after. And you're like, oh, insert doubt, insert uncertainty, insert fear. And that's okay. But once you have that awareness around what, how what you consume makes you feel, you can be more mindful of the things that you consume. So I've decided <laughs> that I am staying away from running group Facebook pages that talk about New York City and how hard it is because I don't need their negative energy or their perception of hard to create my perception of hard. And I think that that's a really powerful reminder that your perception is your perception. Your experience is your experience. Just because somebody else has their version of hard doesn't mean it's going to be your version of hard. You get to choose your hard. And with that being said, choose your hard, sister friend. Is your hard going to be staying in this uncomfortable or this comfortable place where you know, you know, everything that's going on, you know how the day-to-day is going to unfold? Are you going to choose the hard of growing and pursuing into the person that you want to become? And that choice is up to you. Nobody can make that decision for you. With that being said, know that weaknesses turning into strengths, finding discomfort, it requires work. It requires you to show up for it. You can't expect six years of progress with six days of work. If you get uncomfortable for six days, great. I'm proud of you. But if you're working towards a bigger goal, you're pursuing a bigger vision, you have to know that it's not just going to come after six days of work. It's the work that goes beyond that. It's what you consistently choose to do that you will create the benefits for your future self. Your weaknesses don't become your strength overnight. And I have approximately 18 weeks to make my hills my bitch. <laughs> and that is my motto. That is the light, joy, lightheartedness, fluffiness that I am bringing to running to hills the next 18 weeks. Check in with me in nine weeks. Am I still going to have that mindset? Hopefully that's the plan. That's the goal. I'm not making my decision now that in nine weeks, I'm going to think they're hard again. But for right now in this season, what serves me is bringing fun and joy to hills. You know, instead of looking at the top of the hill, focusing on my breathing, focusing on my feet, focusing on driving my knees, knowing that the top of the hill is going to come step by step. And I think that's so important that no matter what goal it is that you're working towards, or no matter what weakness you're trying to turn into a strength, it only becomes a strength by putting in work, by showing up every single day, intentionally seeking out that discomfort and knowing that you're going to be better for it, knowing that the future you is going to look back and say, hey, I'm really proud of you for pursuing that weakness. And I think weakness is a perception, right? You know, maybe there's things that you don't feel like you're great at. Maybe there's things or areas in your life where you really need to work on in order to become more knowledgeable and more competent, you know, more skilled. And that's okay because you have to be a humble beginner. You have to know that the finish line doesn't come without the work. So my message for you at the end of this episode is that turning your weaknesses into a strength is a choice. It is a choice through and through. You can choose to stay exactly where you're at right now as you listen to this podcast episode, doing the same things you've always done with the people you've always done it with, you know, taking the same route, running the same route, doing anything that's essentially the same thing that creates that sense of coziness, comfortableness, you know, just feelings of familiarity. And while that's great, I also think that there is so much power in seeking out that discomfort and knowing how it's going to benefit you. And it's kind of like opportunity cost, right? We've talked about this a lot on the podcast before is like, 
are you okay with mediocre? Are you okay with settling? Are you okay with doing the things you've always done and getting the results that you've always gotten? Or are you going to really get aligned and know that you deserve more? You are so worthy. You are so much more capable than you give yourself credit for. And you have it within you to shift that narrative at any given moment. So while I'm out here running these hills, making them my bee, I hope that you do something right after this podcast episode to intentionally seek out discomfort and know that you are going to reap the benefits in a future season, in a future day, and there's going to be a version of you that's so damn proud of who you are today in this moment as you were listening to this because you are just getting started, my friend. You are just scratching the surface of your potential. And with that being said, I want you to head over to IG after this and tag me in your stories or send me a DM at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore and let me know what is one weakness of yours that you're going to intentionally seek out discomfort on in order to make that weakness your strength. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.